Barkley the back, Jones under center, trailing 7-0. They're going to mark him at the 28 of the Vikings, first and 10. Snap in the pitch out. It's Barkley, a block from the left tackle. He goes past the 25, first sideline, wow. 20, breaks a tackle, 10, 5, touchdown, he's in. What a run. Swerving by defenders, rocketing down the sideline. Saquon Barkley with a 28-yard sideline touchdown run. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. A few things make me smile more than the combination of Mega Man 2 music and Kevin Harlan's voice. Announcing a Saquon Barkley touchdown from last season. We will get to Saquon Barkley and his new one-year deal at the New York Football Giants. We'll talk Michael Thomas and the New Orleans Saints. We'll get to Jalen Brown. We'll get to Jim Harbaugh. But still to come. Hey, who's who's Kevin Harlan work for? Well, that was a Westwood One call. That wasn't a CBS I know. call. I know. Kevin Harlan, I think, is like Jim Nance is the GOAT. Whatever, but like Kevin Hart, I love Kevin Harlan. Like, yeah, Harlan's great. He's amazing. My my very first ever Radio Row appearance, Super Bowl Radio Row appearance, was on Pete Prisco's radio show back when he did when Pete did the radio uh, his radio show in Jacksonville, and he like had me scheduled. And I come over there and sit down. He's like, "Hey, Will, this is Kevin Harlan," and Harlan is sitting there doing a radio interview with Pete. And like I did, it was me, Kevin Harlan and Pete was like hosting. And it was just like me and Kevin Harlan. And I'm sitting there like, like, uh, uh, and Kevin's like, you know, who I love Pete Prisco. I read his stuff all the time and he's just amazing. And like, I, I mean, I, I've never been more flabbergasted, like just like, I, you know, starstruck by an announcer in that moment. Sort of like being on the show with you, Nick. Okay. I I'm good. You guys can hear me and see me right now. My power flickered. I'm all set. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought okay, you were good. just ignoring my story. I was like, cool. Oh, man. no. I, I, uh, Alex, you can ignore my text that I just sent to Alex. I said power flickering. I appear to be good. All right. Thankfully, the storm is, is, is calming down right now. I'm sorry I missed that, but I'm sure it was a great story about you sitting next to Kevin Harlan. Anyway, uh, speaking of Pete Prisco, he'll join us to start hour number two. We'll talk all things NFL with Pete Prisco, including like Pete's thoughts on Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers. Women's World Cup conversation with Anthony DeBundo coming up in hour number two. Jason Sobel uh, will join us in the power hour, giving us bets for the 3M. Uh, some golf bets for this weekend. We'll talk offensive and defensive player of the year in the National Football League and player props in the AFC and NFC North as we move along. But let's talk Saquon Barkley. Played the highlight coming back from break. Saquon Barkley going to be at Giants training camp as Big Blue um, everyone reports tomorrow on Wednesday, July 26th to Giants training camp. Saquon um, and the Giants averting disaster here. He signs a one-year deal uh, worth up to $11 million, so basically – I don't know if there's like a pride thing with Saquon. He got like an extra like 900000 potentially. God bless. I mean, 900000 is nothing to sneeze at, obviously. Um, but he can be tagged again next year. I just think it's really funny that he like gets everyone on the Zoom call, like all the running backs, and like he signs like this like crappy deal and doesn't el- doesn't end up like holding out for well, more money. Well, and I don't care. No, I'm just I saying. agree completely. I mean, the thing is, he couldn't sign. He could only sign a one-year deal. After the deadline to sign franchise tag players to an extension, you can only rework it as a one-year deal. You can't do anything beyond one year. According to the reports out there, um, and I can't remember who had it. I think the New York Post might have had it first, but it's like he wasn't – they were $2 million apart on a long-term deal. What the hell was he thinking not figuring out a way to like be like, all right, look, I'll get three quarters of the way there. You, you just meet me. You guys go a quarter and let's get this deal done. And you get the long-term deal. I'm guessing that this is Giants ownership stepping in a little bit and saying, give him something to save face totally. so he will get in there. 
and Saquon probably getting in this deal because he's going to sign a five-year deal extension, right? That was really a three-year deal because there's two junk years on the back end and like probably getting one-third of the deal he was going to get anyway. You know, like this is this is the fact that this came out first thing in the morning on Tuesday, specifically given to Ian Rappaport. Like, they, like you can tell when NFL news is deli- is is put out there with a purpose. And then the purpose of this was to make Saquon Barkley look like he saved face. Because when I first read these things, I was like, "What? What is the like? Good for him, but like, all you did was play chicken, lose." yell about it on social media and then promptly agree to take a slight pay raise in extension or in exchange for putting your body on the line for one more year while being underpaid. And he didn't even get a clause in there, Nick, that prevents the giants from franchise tagging him next year. Oh, I don't, I don't, I honestly like he, he's going to make $11 million this year. And if he gets tagged next year, he's going to make another $11 million. So I mean, God, God bless him. Seems like a pretty good deal to me, but yes, I I get his funny. Yes. Like, hey, here's this big Zoom meeting. Also, I'm signing for nine hundred thousand dollars more, guys. Screw you. Hey, listen, that's what. See, see, you know what Saquon Barkley did? Saquon Barkley was bitching and moaning about capitalism, and then Saquon Barkley woke up this morning and decided, you know what he is? He's a capitalist. And God bless him for it. You go get your money, Saquon Barkley. You absolutely have to love it. Um, Giants win total this year, sitting at seven and a half. Will a little bit juice to the under. To make the playoffs of the second straight year, Brian Dable and company, yes, plus 165, no, minus 200. We touched on the Giants' point spread in week number one against the Dallas Cowboys, three-and-a-half-point home dogs. I said this a couple weeks ago at 10. Uh, I like the Giants at that number. I bet it. I have Giants plus three-and-a-half in that game. We know Saquon's going to be back now, and I guess that was the expectation this whole time, right? They would figure this out. He's not going to hold out and leave all that money on the table, especially after what Le'Veon Bell did a number of years ago with the Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers. Um, does this change how you feel about the Giants at all? You're bullish, you're bearish. Where are you at here on the New York football Giants? Yeah, I mean, I didn't think um, that he was ever going to even consider holding out. Like, you know, this is when they re- when they redid the CBA, the last two CBAs have basically been structured to completely avoid holdouts. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, got a little right. coffee down the wrong pipe there. No, I'm, okay. I almost died. The um, like when I first started covering the NFL, we wrote about holdouts all the time because they were a thing. Darrell Revis mastered them, getting more money as part of a holdout. You did not come to training camp. The NFL got sick of it. The teams got sick of it. They d- didn't like the distraction, and so they in the new CBA. That's why you have the hold ins now. But Saquon Barkley. Was like, not just, going to just hold to describe, out. But, but just real quick, just to describe what the hold-in is to the audience, like Daniil Hunter's doing this right now for Minnesota. Shows up at training camp, but is not practicing yet until he has a new deal, but he's there. That's the hold-in, right? That's what that means for people that don't know. Yeah, you you sort of like, you show up, you're like, hey, I'm here. But just, basically, it's the Marshawn Lynch, I'm just here so I don't get fined, look. You know, like that's that's all it is. Like, I'm, I'm just here so you can't take my money. Because under the Fair new enough. CBA, you can't you can't just waive the fines. You have to figure out a way to build it back into a contract extension. And so that's why you show up. You're like, uh, like, oh, he's got a hamstring injury. Or he's got a toe injury, a shoulder injury, whatever it is that you don't have. You just say that so that way you can explain why they're not practicing. Saquon was he was not. Remember when uh, it was Vincent Jackson and um, guy who's the Patriots guard who did this? They 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 held out through ten weeks. Because it was like the, the way that the, anyway, long story short, the way that the CBA happened 
when the when it was um, there was a, a clause that was triggered. I have to look this up. Yeah, Logan Mankins. Good call. Thank you. Yeah. So they 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 thought that they were going to be free agents. They got tagged. They held out for ten weeks and then reported. You, you can do that, but. Like, there's just – Le'Veon Bell held up the whole season. No one's going to do that anymore. It's a bad idea. You take the $10.4 million or try to get the raise. As for the Giants so, – so, in other words, like, this doesn't really affect my thought on the Giants. I thought he was going to play the whole time. I think the Giants are crazy underrated with that win total at 7.5. I know they were really good in one-score games, but to me, the Giants profile as a lot like the Buffalo Bills – when they made the playoffs, remember that year that uh, Sean McDermott plugged Nathan Peterman so in against this, the Chargers? Is this, this is the Tyrod Taylor year? When, when Tyrod yeah, the Tyrod Taylor year. And then they then they draft Josh. Like, to me, that was the – and it's very and similar, right? And lost to the Jaguars. And lost to the Jaguars yeah. in the first round. That's right. Um, and I just think the Giants, despite winning the playoff game, look like that kind of team where, oh, man, they're like, oh, they got really lucky. Maybe they just have the best coach in football. <laughs> like, one of the best coaches in football, right? I mean, like, That's what if Brian Abel's like, just – that's the Ken Barkley sound like coming back from like uh, the start of the show that we play this week is like, hey, like the Giants might stink. Also, they might have the best coach in the league. Right. Like I'm not going to fade Brian Dable, especially at seven and a half when you've got the Giants beat the, the Jaguars beat the Steelers in the second round, right? Yeah, I typed that. I typed that in the chat because oh, our sorry. executive producer Alex Fasano yeah. is a Steelers fan, and I was rubbing it in. Yeah, it's the letter. Oh, oh gotcha, gotcha. Go on, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I was setting you up for a rub in there. Um, okay. <laughs> but the um, the I like the Giants over. I think the Giants is seven to one to win the NFC East is a good bet too. Um, uh, the I two don't. bets I would make uh, the two bets I would make in the NFC East are the the New York and Washington. There's just a lot that can go wrong for Philly and Dallas. I, I'm shocked that the, that the win total is seven and a half for the Giants. I feel like it'd be like like eight or eight and a half personally. I I would love for you to be right. And I actually want to, I want to split the difference here with what you're saying. I actually, I don't know if Dable's the best coach in the league. I think that's like, you know, Belichick still coaching, Andy Reid still coaching. There are a lot of great coaches. Yeah, 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 not best, best coach. Best coach is a bad, best coach is a bad. Well, well but, but it but also like, it's in the realm of possibility. Like it's in the range of outcomes for Dable to be the best coach in the league. And he made, basically, he had a couple of decisions in the playoff game in Philadelphia. They were never going to win that game anyway. But, like, he had a couple of decisions that drove me batty in that specific game. But otherwise, I mean, it was an unbelievable, like, first year for Brian Dable as the New York football Giants head coach. So I think he's awesome. And I love Mike, Mike Kafka, and I love me some Wink Martindale. But I, I look at this roster, and, like, I, I do not think it's good. We did eight buckets, and we went through the Giants, like, a schedule analysis, right? based on the week one point spread where they're three, three and a half point home dogs against Dallas. We projected the Giants to win like six games this year. And I would love to be wrong about this, right? I would love for the Giants to win 17 games and then win another three in the playoffs and win a, and win a Super Bowl championship. I hope I'm wrong about this. It's not that I want to bet the Giants to go under. I would never bet them to go over, though. I think this is a stay away for me because wow. like my the, like the, the on-field product and the schedule – Tell and the week one point spread tell me this is like a six or seven win team. And then I look at the head coach and I look at the offensive coordinator and I look at the defensive coordinator. And I think tradition, my favorite football team, and I'm thinking this team's gonna be awesome, makes me not want to place a bet. Makes me not want to place a bet on the Giants this year. I I don't know. I mean like I feel like the I mean all four of these teams have a path to win the to I mean I guess this qualifies for everybody but it's like all four of these teams I feel like have a realistic path to win the division that's why I like the 7 to 1 and 13 to 1 um 
you know, Philly, I think what, Philly what, and... What's, what's the realistic path for that? Like, like Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott both have to get hurt? Like, that's the realistic path? I mean, what, I, mean Ty, I mean, no. Like, the offensive line falls apart for Dallas, and Dak throws 20 interceptions, and the Jalen Hurts... Injures his shoulder, running the ball too much. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's exactly what I said. It's like everyone gets hurt. Like, that's the case. I, I, don't, I don't see it. Hour one done, hour two for you coming up on the other side. More NFL breaking news. And we'll talk Jalen Brown with the Celtics. We'll talk Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. But Pete Prisco gets us started talking NFL coming up next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.